Radical, episode 177. Welcome to Radical, ladies and gents. I'm your host, Shane Hazel. Uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for wherever you're coming from, whoever you are. It, it, uh, it matters not here. I'm, I'm glad you found Radical. I am, uh, I'm happy that you're here. Uh, again, thank you for your patience with me. I have uh, I've been working my ass off in the studio. Uh, I will put pictures up on Instagram. You can follow there at Shane T. Hazel and uh, maybe some clips of kind of what I've been doing to, to get this studio uh, in, in prime time shape for 2022 because I think uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff to talk about. And I'd be, I'd be very, uh, I guess, untruthful if I, if I told you, you know, some, part of the reason why uh, I didn't get an extra show in last week and it's really, you know, kind of delayed even this week is just because of a lack of inspiration. Uh, going into Christmas is a time that I like to, you know, regroup and get my head in a, in a better place and, and, and stop paying attention to all the, the, the news, the propaganda, the fear mongering, the, you know, just all the stuff that, you know, a lot of times, it's very important to what's going on in society, uh, and you know we don't pause enough. I think to have these these moments, these uh, you know, I don't know, reflection and quiet times. And for me, you know, it's it's been a struggle lately. Uh, I'm telling you, you know, working so much with uh, the studio, uh, a lot of you know heavy lifting, a lot of working, bending, and all that kind of stuff is just you know it, it's made me hurt. You know, uh, my my back pain has kind of transitioned into lower back, lower like hip pain, um, which I'm still trying to treat uh, with you know SI joint issues and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, it's it's really kind of it's dampened my spirits and you know when I look around at what's going on and 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 I know a lot of you guys are the same way uh I'm angry I'm angry about the way people are acting in this world I'm 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 angry about the lack of love I am I'm really angry about the lack of leadership and I'm really I'm I'm very very I mean just kind of pissed at the world in terms of the censorship, the deprivation of rights, the abuse of authority. And so to come in here and put together a show in a time when I don't want to do shows like that is, you know, it's, it's tough sometimes and to find the right place and the right words and to, you know, really communicate with you guys and to, to let you know that, Hey, you know, I'm not this, you know, cyborg, unfeeling person that's behind a, a microphone uh, that that doesn't understand what's going on in the world. Like I get it, I I really do, and I was you know I'm hoping that this show maybe gives you a little solace. Uh, I'm going to try to get uh, a lot more shows in this week. Uh, you know, we got early, um, you know, I guess early mornings. Uh, I've been waking up just because of some of the pain. Um, just can't sleep and thought I'd get in here and do these for you and you know as uh you know things are slowing down this week and uh jujitsu for the kids and everything else is kind of slowing down uh gives me a little extra time to come up here and and you know do some recordings but uh if you love the show and you want to support it uh you can go out to radicalpod.com 
and uh, become a patron for as little as a dollar. And I thank everybody who has. If you don't have a lot of money, you can go out there, like, and subscribe on everything. And uh, I'd really appreciate that. Leave a five-star review on Apple. And, um, you know, if, uh, if you do that, I will definitely read it here on the air. And uh, thank you guys for doing that. Lifts me up, uh, not only in the algorithms, but it lifts me up. Uh, you know, in my spirits to let me know that I'm, I'm doing a, a good job out there. So thank you guys for, for doing those. And if you have something to bring to my attention, you can go to Shane at radicalpod.com. But uh, today's podcast is going to be about the Christmas truce. Uh, some of you guys have, I'm sure you know about this and you uh, have heard the stories, but uh, during World War I, um, the, the German, the British, and the French soldiers uh, came up with a truce. And I think this is really one of those stories that uh, doesn't get talked about enough. And there's also a song that goes along with it. I will not be singing that. But I uh, thought it was definitely worth talking about a little bit in um, in an episode that I'm trying to get to you guys. So the Christmas truth, uh, th- this one is uh, written by a guy named David Stretman. Uh, it's from his uh, book, We Can Change the World. And it reads, it was December 25th of 1914, only five months into World War I. German, British, and French soldiers, already sick and tired of the senseless killing, disobeyed their superiors and fraternized with, quote, the enemy. Along two-thirds of the Western Front, a crime punishable by death in times of war. German troops held Christmas trees up out of the trenches with signs that said, Merry Christmas. You know shoot, we know shoot. Thousands of troops streamed across a no-man's land strewn with rotting corpses. They sang Christmas carols, exchanged photographs of loved ones back home, shared rations, played football, even roasted some pigs. Soldiers embraced men they had been trying to kill a few short hours before. They agreed to warn each other if the top brass forced them to fire their weapons and to aim high. A shudder ran through the high command on either side. Here was a disaster in the making, soldiers declaring their brotherhood with each other and refusing to fight. Generals on both sides declared the spontaneous peacemaking to be treasonous, subject to court-martial. By March 1915, the fraternization movement had been eradicated and the killing machine put back into full operation. By the time the armistice in 1918, 15 million would be slaughtered. Not many people have heard the story of the Christmas truce. On Christmas Day, 1988, a story in the Boston Globe mentioned on a local radio host that the Christmas in the Trenches, a ballad about a Christmas truce, several times and was startled by the effect. The song became the most requested recording during the holidays in Boston on several FM stations. Quote, even more startling than the number of requests I get is the reaction to the ballad afterwards by callers 
who haven't heard it before, said the radio host. Quote, They telephoned me deeply moved, sometimes in tears, asking, What the hell did I just hear? You can probably guess why the callers were in tears. The Christmas truth story goes against most of what we have been taught about people. It gives us a glimpse of the world as we wish it could be and says, This really happened once. It reminds us of those thoughts we keep hidden away, out of range of the TV and newspaper stories that tell us how trivial and mean human life is. It's like hearing that our deepest wishes really are true. The world could be different. I think it's an amazing story. From a guy that's been on battlefields on Christmas, I can tell you um, that didn't happen for us. I wish it would have. To, to behold what was going on by the men, not the brass, not the commanders, not the politicians, but everyday people, most of them who were conscripted, to say, let's put away our differences. Let's show our fellow man just five months before some goodwill. Let's reach out to each other. Let's stop this madness, at least for one night. What a sight to behold. What a blessing for some of these men to experience, because I guarantee you, a lot of them didn't make it out of those situations. Maybe one of their final nights on earth was spent in love and camaraderie. with people that they were supposed to hate. It's absolutely amazing. I think it sends that message loud and clear. We're not each other's enemies. The politicians, when they fail... do incredible things, destructive, incredibly destructive things, like send people to war that ought not be at war, especially with each other. This is a message for anybody and everybody who's out there. Democrat, Republican, Libertarian, Independent, Christian, Jew, Muslim, Buddhist. I don't care who you are where you come from. I don't care what your past is. Most likely, you're the average man and woman. The hate, the angst, the anger, bitterness, most of it 
is manufactured by just a small people, small amount of people out there. It is not good for us. It is terrible for the human species. And it ought to be absolutely cast to the depths of hell and never looked at again. I know there is evil in this world. But most of it comes from centralized power. Because if I can see something like this, if I can take the Germans and the French and the British and trench warfare and see a shining example of humanity and empathy and a love for your fellow man and life during that season, there's no reason the rest of us can't make this stuff work before we ever go that far. So the song is also listed here. So uh, by John McCutcheson. It was uh, written, published in uh, 1984. The song is Christmas in the Trenches. Uh, it is something that I will read to you. I'm not going to sing this. Um, I haven't practiced. You know what? This song is based on the, uh, the true story from the front lines of World War I that I've heard many times. Ian Calhoun, a Scot, was the commanding officer of the British forces involved in the story. He was subsequently court-martialed for consorting with the enemy and sentenced to death. Wow. Only George V spared him from that fate. John McCutcheonson. The poem reads, And forgive me if I butcher some things. My name is Francis Tolliver. I come from Liverpool. Two years ago, the war was waiting for me after school. To Belgium and to Flanders, to Germany, to here. I fought for king and country I love dear. T'was Christmas in the trenches where the frost so bitter hung. The frozen fields of France were still. A Christmas song was sung. Our families back in England were toasting us that day. Their brave and glorious lads so far away. I was lying with my messmate on the cold and rocky ground when across the lines of battle came a most peculiar sound. Says I, now listen up, me boys, each soldier strained to hear, as one young German voice sang out so clear. He's singing bloody well, you know, my partner says to me. Soon, one by one, each German voice joined in harmony. The cannons rested silent, the gas clouds rolled no more. As Christmas brought a respite from the war. As soon as they were finished, and the revenant pause was spent, God rest ye, merry gentlemen, struck up from the lads from Kent. The next they sang was still knocked, to still nut. Says I, and two tongues, one song filled up the sky. There's someone coming towards us, the front line sentry cried. 
all sights fixed on one lone figure trudging from their side. His truce flag, like a Christmas star, shone on that plain so bright as he bravely strode unarmed into the night. Then one by one, on other side walked into no man's land. With neither gun nor bayonet we met, hand in hand. We shared some secret brandy and wished each other well. And in a flare lit soccer game, we gave him hell. We traded chocolates, cigarettes, and photographs from home. These sons and fathers far away from families of their own. Young Sanders played his squeeze box, and they had a violin, this curious, unlikely band of men. Soon daylight stole upon us, and France was France once more. With sad farewells, we each began to settle back to war. The question haunted every heart that lived that wondrous night. Whose family have I fixed within my sights? "'Twas Christmas in the trenches, where the frost so bitter hung. The frozen fields of France were warmed as songs of peace were sung. For the walls they'd kept between us to exact the work of war had been crumbled and were gone forevermore. My name is Francis Tolliver. In Liverpool I dwell. Each Christmas come since World War I. I've learned its lessons well. That the ones who call the shots won't be among the dead and lame. And on each end of the rifle were the same. I love this. I absolutely love this poem. This story, the poem, what it represents, the hope, our desires, and everything that Christmas is about. Probably talk a lot more about Christmas later this week as we go on with customs and what do you guys do in terms of your family traditions. I might even do uh, a Twitter Spaces Live here at some point. Uh, but this is this is the time to put away all this nonsense. It's time to ignore the propagandist. It's time to find each other as men and women. It's playing from one to the next to extend the love, the courtesy, the charity to each other that brings about the best in all of us. The amazing thing that happens when you forgo ego and impart empathy is nothing short of miraculous. I think it's a lot more common day than we understand. I think it's a lot more common day than anybody in the murder cult would ever have you believe. And I see the evidence of it not only now, but throughout history. 
and the Germans and the French and the British. Good men and women. Mostly men at that time in the trenches. Can do this. What the hell is our excuse? It's going to be a short episode today. It's something that I needed to do. It's something that I needed to get out. It's something that I had kind of a block on for the past few days because I just didn't want to come in here and do the normal show. Talk about what's going on out there uh, with the, the, the propagandist and the, the murder cult. I hope this week that you're finding time. I hope wherever you are that this lifts your spirit. I hope it gives you some energy. I hope it helps you reflect and maybe make some better choices, not only during this season, but as we go into 2022 already. We've got some challenges, as those men did in 1914. We've got some big, big things to do. And we can do it together. It's going to take some love. It's going to take a lot of empathy. It's going to take a lot of putting away egos. And recognizing each other. And leaving each other alone. Or maybe even helping one another. That's going to do it for the short episode of Radical. I will be back a lot more this week. And I owe you guys a show. So uh, get ready for it. I am sure that uh, I might have one more firebrand show in me. I don't know. We'll see. I know on Wednesday evening, um, I think around 5 o'clock, the great Connor Boyack, author of the Tuttle Twins, Skip College, and a host of other things that that, uh, really, really amazing man has done, uh, is going to be my guest here on Radical, uh, and I hope you'll tune in for it. Uh, Tell your friends. uh, It'll be more of a a PG show. I think I'm going to sneak my my kids in here to ask a couple questions and all that fun stuff, Connor, because they're big fans, uh, and you know to have the opportunity to uh, get a few minutes of Connor's time, especially going into Christmas like this is a is a really I don't know it's a big deal not only for me uh, and my kids but it's uh it's one of those things that uh, you know when you when you get some of your heroes to uh, you know contact you uh, and, and get a spot on the show to talk about what they're doing what's coming and you know how they see the world you know those those same vibrations that same good energy where they're trying to impart knowledge from a very decentralized loving anti-murder cult state uh, is absolutely amazing so I hope you guys will find us on Wednesday evening uh, right around five and I will put out a reminder on the uh, the social media webs out there uh, if you guys can see them but uh, go out there and smash all the buttons subscribe like share and I will catch you guys back here very soon have a lovely night or morning whenever you catch this and I love you I need you peace
Um, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff.